0: And I guess they woke up this morning and got themselves a one or a win. The New York Jets finally win a game. And uh, the vibes are high in New York and New Jersey. Oh, and welcome back to the cul-de-sac. We're live for another edition of Jeff Fuel on the Cul-de-sac Sports Network. J C, my pilot. What up? What up? Sweet Lou, the other pilot. Hey, listen... You heard it here first. You didn't hear it here first, but you heard it here because the New York Jets finally got a win. And while the last episode we recorded was very negative mm. and very sad, mm. and uh, both of us might have wanted to cry a couple of times and mm-hmm. talking about our beloved New York Jets, the Jets actually looked really good in week four with the win over the Tennessee Titans. It was. Would you, who would have thought and and that was one of the games on our schedule on our docket that we kinda looked at and we're like, there is no chance at the Jets getting a win. But when AJ Brown and Julio Jones are not in a lineup. Big factor there. Big factors. If it you know, those two factors on the Titan offense, along with the very hot Jets defense, the Jets were able to pull out a oh, win yeah. twenty seven to twenty four. Um it was a it was a sweater. We got to we got to overtime. We almost thought it was going to end in a tie because uh, Bullock, the chubby kicker from the Tennessee oh Titans, God, he went. Hey, listen, the guy looks like me, and he's playing in the NFL. So uh, <laughs> he you went, kick? and he, I can not kick. <laughs> I could kick my own ass out the door. But anyway, that's a joke for another day. <laughs> we uh, so I mean the Jets really looked well. I, I really wanted to to start out by talking about this defense. Um, because oh, that was that was really the reason why they win. Um, you know, there's not many teams in the NFL that could contain a guy like Derek Henry, and I wouldn't even say they contained him. I think I they guess did. I get well on on on. Derrick Henry standards, they did. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy still had over 100 yards rushing yes. and a touchdown. Yeah, so, I cool. mean, you know, standard. But he didn't win w- them the game. The, he didn't yeah. win them the game. And that was a possibility. And they were able to, to uh, take him down when, you know, they needed to. The, yeah. other, the, the real problem was the guy McNichols. That was
1: yeah. They struggled against. They struggle against speedy running backs, though.
0: Well, they the, and they also they struggle against shifts. Like when when yeah. teams throw out their secondary players, they they just can't. It's change I, it's of pace like they backs, don't skip. man.
1: The change of pace backs they struggle with, especially runs on the outside. So that's why I was okay with them. You know, I thought we could handle Derrick Henry, and I thought we did a good part, good do do a good job, like kind of keeping him standing up, uh, kind of like you know running up and not like pushing with his shoulders to kind of, like, absorb the contact. Like, we saw some hits where they actually got good hits on him, and I think that that was actually a big factor, too. The tackling was mostly good in this game.
0: You could only win a football game by, by tackling and blocking. That's really yeah. the, the X's and O's. And, and if you look at the Jets today, they they were really successful on their tackles as a team. Couple
1: couple of misses uh, along the way, a couple of big plays. But otherwise, I thought the defense played so well. You know, apologies to the defense. You know, I made a comment earlier this season about how I thought the offense would actually be a little stronger, but that was based on the fact that we had released a lot of corners and I thought the pass rush was going to be a struggle. But it looks like they're finding ways to get to the quarterback. John Franklin Myers looked amazing. He was always giving pressure. You know, Huff was a a big factor here as well. Quentin Williams was also such seven a stud. sacks.
0: Yeah, seven sacks. Who else was on the board? Quentin Williams and and his brother Quincy were Quincy were had, absolutely was great at the Quin- linebacker Yeah, spot. Qu- Quincy Williams really stepped up for the Jets today. A couple I, big tackles. He was all over the place. He hit yeah. hard and um, and I mean it, they said it during the game in in the fourth quarter. He had a really strong opportunity to to go out and get a pick to seal the deal, but almost. I yeah. mean, yeah. when you when you watch uh. You know a defense with such stability. John Franklin Myers also had a really good game. He's having a good year, man. I mean, it, you you look at the pickups and and um, you know with the especially with the surprises on corner. You know you're you're shocked when the Jets could go against a playoff maybe caliber team. Tennessee can't Definitely. lose to the Jets and be called a uh, a playoff caliber team, but they've well, been a team that have been doing it. well before it's
1: it's safe to say they're a playoff team well there's expectation before the season that they can make They're a playoff team they made the playoffs the last couple years and they've they're expected to be a decent team so this is a big win for the jets and and for the titans you might sit here i I would say that it's a big deal that they're missing two of their big top guns um but you would argue i think everybody would have picked tennessee to win this game so this is a huge win. I think this changes the perspective of the season to a degree. I'm not going to you know, go overboard and say that the Jets are suddenly going to win way more games. But this is the kind of team that we thought we were going to see. When we first talked about this Jets team, we thought the offense would be able to click. And you know what? This sh- first quarter was a struggle, as it's always been. But once they've made that first down, you felt like something clicked. And yeah. then they scored the first touchdown. And then you were like, okay... I mean, they have, there was a couple of big plays to really make things happen, but it just seems like this offense has been just waiting for this moment. And, you know, it was. I was very happy to see it. Zach, you know, we were talking before we decided to record, you know, what kind of grade we would give him. But, you know, I think he only missed like two throws that were really big. I mean, obviously he had the interception. That was a bad interception. But yeah. there was two throws that he missed guys – and, you know, fine. But there were a overall, couple where he
0: was short and a couple where he was long. Yeah, but a couple
1: of passes over, behind the receiver. But overall, he had such a good second half. You know, that, to me, said a lot about the character of this quarterback. Now, we were talking about him beforehand. Like, oh, my God, you know, same old. But the thing I is— I mean, I've
0: always been—I've i, I I've been in his corner, you know. Oh, yeah, well, we're, we're not Jeff giving fans, up. We're like, not giving up. This is his my whole game. last, My whole last week after that Denver game, um, which was a really poor— a really of sad course. Jets game that we're yeah. we're not even gonna to we're not, we're gonna, not gonna, address, gonna talk about really Denver, no. but but the f- the point was is is that the impatience with Jets fans and and people that watch and love this team with the quarterback oh yeah, right every now. every guy has to be compared to Joe Namath or yeah. uh you know, even Chad Pennington or Vinny Testaver like they're they're always expecting that next guy to come in yeah. and you don't have to rush the guy. Yeah. Like and and in this game particularly Zach Wilson, you know, made mistakes, and he kind of, you know, you saw him wear the mistakes came back. and came back. Yeah. That I don't know what they said to him in the tunnel, but him and Mike LaFleur were definitely uh, – by the way, the last podcast we did, I kept calling him Matt LaFleur, oh, his brother, but <laughs> Mike LaFleur, Mike LaFleur and, and Zach clearly got in the room together, and, and they, they, they were talking They made adjustments, about, man. You know, it, there's, there's a couple of plays in that game yeah. in the fourth quarter – he drops it, He drops the the, the send off to from the center, and it's on the floor, mm-hmm. and you think, "Wow, think the plays dead." You know, it, most most Jets quarterbacks, young Jets quarterbacks, would have you know most sat on the quarterbacks. ball. Yeah, and uh, Zach picks it up scrambles gets away from the defense i mean there and was a tried. lot of pressure and he ma- and he makes a really strong throw to Corey davis and so then-
1: can i throw in there too like this is not only just coming back after a second half after the first half and playing well they they had a nice end of the second quarter you yeah know, they scored a touchdown but to come off a game in denver where they didn't score any points you know that's to me that actually speaks about the character of this team they, you know, we, we we were wondering when this was going to happen. We thought it was going to be against Denver after the first two games, kind of the offense sputtering pathetically in the first two games. But it looked like it just needed another week. They needed to really hit it on all strides. It took a couple of familiar, old familiar faces. Jameson Crowder really stepped it up and made some big plays here. I think him missing was a big deal. We've seen that in the last couple of years, whenever Jameson Crowder is not in the game, that this team is worse. Jameson Crowder... I know there was a lot of talk about Elijah Moore taking his spot and all that, but right now, they are clearly better with Jameson yeah, Crowder a- on the field. So, Jameson Crowder being back was big. Um, Denzel Mims, I know he didn't get a lot of a real action, but, you know, he got a chance to at least get on the field. Um, well, wear I think, a uniform, at least. Wear a uniform. <laughs> Corey Davis and, and Keelan Cole had some big plays today, and I think that can't be, you know, can't be, you know, undervalued and not mentioned because Corey Davis has got, like, Already three touchdowns this season. That's huge. He's got you know he's leading us, and I know there's a couple drop plays here and there. People will probably rag on him, but and the guy doesn't have like the longest of arms. Like you can't throw like a big throw, and he's going to go up yeah. and grab it. Yeah, fine. But when you give him the ball in a in, in a spot that he can get it in, he's dangerous, and he showed that today. So I mean, and you got to give some credit to the offensive line. They actually protected Zach today, and when Zach was in trouble, and this was what you love to see. He was able to get out of the pocket and make plays. Now a couple of them not so good. He had that one where he had a chance on third down to yeah. just reach. we said that he it was it was the, the ball, yeah it was the last he, offensive he, yes, play of the he, game for the Jets he, in regulation. Yes, he rolled out to the right and he ends up having to he runs out of bounds and it's like yeah. And I know the commentators were saying well it was a great play by the defender. But well Zach Wilson's got he throw also the ball overthrew there. him. You know but Romo he no he didn't throw no, he didn't throw in that play he oh 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 so it was yeah, a rollout yeah, yeah. to the right and he gets knocked out of bounds 5 yards shy of the goal yes, line. So yes, that was yes. a big play because we could have had a fourth down attempt. We could have gone in for and fourth down and just win, you know, win that
0: game right there. I was mixed up on the play. I got you. I was I was thinking of the other play where where we thought he was going to run and he overthrew yes, him.
1: Yeah, another yeah, so there where, were where where they
0: were there were a couple of plays where because yeah. we're still being critical of this this Jets, Jets offense well, as just, far as play call just, goes and strategy. We're just acknowledging that there's plays that are bad.
1: And so the thing I wanted to say is that that play was bad, but for him to be able to make these plays to adjust shows that like he's not someone who's just going to think about what he did and make a mistake. He does look like a guy who's going to make the, the adjustment and improve as time goes on. Yes, that play's a bad play, but he also knows how to roll right and roll left and give receivers time to get open. We saw that he said to the receiver... Go further, and he threw a bomb yeah. when he rolled right And he and can th-
0: throw the bomb.
1: He can throw He's it. He's a playmaker. You need he that. He has an arm, man. So th- I just love that part. Yeah. And I also just want to give a shout out to the running backs because I thought – me and you both felt they didn't run enough. But when they did, the running backs almost always got yardage except for yeah. the blown plays that were, like, at the line of scrimmage. You could tell that the defense – You got to run the ball. You, you have you to gotta keep, keep pounding.
0: And especially when you have three versatile backs where you could yep. use – you don't even have to run the ball with them. You just have to use them. You have to use them in creative ways. And like that was the expectation going into this year, yeah. especially the way they were talking about in in uh, training camp, in f- training camp, flight twenty twenty one. The way they drafted, their whole strategy was in creating a creative offense, not yes. a a boring, predictable offense. But and sometimes you got to pa- run the ball, man. In the past three weeks, you see, but you have to be creative with the run. You have of course, to, you, of have, course. You, you know, you have to. You know, and that also works as a tool to help Zach Wilson. You have a young quarterback. Not every, you know, I thought at at times in this game, I feel like they they put too much pressure to make a passing play instead Mm -hmm. of, like, taking, you know, the, the easy option with the run. You know, um... I really wish I saw them in other formations other than shotgun when they re- run the ball. You know, I think the the draw plays are, are getting old, and I think sometimes they're over they're predictable, especially with the young running back with Michael Carter. I think, you know, you you'd rather have more protection with him going with the ball. He had a good um, game though, Michael Carter. But
1: both I, Michael Carters. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, we're we're two weeks away from calling the Jets team the New York Carters. The I New mean, New York Michael Carters. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But um. You know, I I just – you want to see the ability to make plays and have playmakers in your offense. And even if you have old, reliable receivers like a Corey Davis or a – uh, Jameson Crowder, or even Keelan Cole, we were—I I was making jokes during the game. Why do we have Keelan Cole on the field this much? <laughs> Why can't we see Denzel Mims? Because boom, Keelan and then, Cole and makes then, a big play. Yeah, and and then he yeah. finds him down the field for a big play. But the ability to have playmakers and guys that that could create separation will make the difference between you know a watchable Jet season and a yeah. not watchable Jet season. And yeah. the last three weeks, I feel like the play call has been. You know, obviously, it improved if we won against the Titans. Well, but today
1: was definitely improvement. You know, also yeah. want to make uh, Braxton Bears had a couple good plays, couple offensive plays. He's and, been he's uh, been a, a punt staple. return play, kick return. So he's he's helping out. You Our know. special teams is good.
0: Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pro- yeah, they're, they're playing very well. Yeah. You got to talk about the defense, though, right? I mean, yeah, I mean the defense, though. You know, I guess it it all starts with the trendsetters, with you know John Franklin Myers and and Quinnen Williams. I mean, Quinnen Williams before the season, when we did our preview, we we expected. I mean, who doesn't expect a a, a big season from? Yeah, he's a delivering tackle though. Like he's this. delivering,
1: and you know what? I think that's the reason why I wasn't as high on the defense because I was worried about the pass rush. But it looks like they're finding other guys to fill in. For the lack of, of of having Lawson. You know, Shaq Lawson has stepped in. Yeah. Uh, he's helped out. I mean, today, let me just try to who got the sack numbers. I know we have John Franklin so Myers with sack. Franklin Myers, Franklin had Myers. Quentin Williams had sack. Um, I believe um he had CJ Mosley had a sack at the beginning of Mosley the game. Mosley right? and
0: Quincy. Quincy had a sack. Yep. Did Huff get a sack? Bryce Hall got an assist. It was a half sack. Yeah, he was a, a half sack. sack. And Bryce Huff got a got he was Uh, One and a half. Yeah. yeah. So Bryce Huff is another big player that has really helped out this team. He's stepping up. Stepping
1: up. So they're finding. You know what? This is the thing about we. You know, and I guess we should have given them credit for this, but you know, with with Robert Saleh coming in and and deciding to, you know, of course having a defensive minded coach, um, this defense looks like they are being coached up, man. You know, I would argue that some defenses in the past have been more talented, and I would even say that for even some of the defenses we have in the last two years. Um, But I think this defense is overperforming right now. Um, With the young corners who are proving that maybe this coaching staff was right, I was worried, but I think everybody was worried when they released Bless Austin because they didn't bring back, you know, Poole. They they didn't bring back Austin. But it looks like some of these rookies can Can, play. Can hold their own. They can hold their own. Michael Carter's been solid. There was a couple guys that got hurt today, but overall – I'm only worried about the safety position, but it just seems like, especially with several because of injuries, injuries too, yeah, yeah. Like if Ashton Davis can get back in, we got to see what that position holds. But, but you want to know something? It just seems like they are just coached up. Well, so, and I'm not as concerned about this I this think, group as much as I used to. I believe as long as
0: they can get the pass rush going, the the defense it just talks up to what Robert Sala is bringing here with the Jets culture. I think it shows you know, what kind of coach he is because he's getting the most out of his defense. Even in, yeah. you know, this this game, they were on the field for a very long, long time. time. You know, yeah. Tennessee was, you know, was on the field almost 10 minutes longer Think than the Think about it. Jets. They
1: played a 10-minute overtime, and they only scored 24 points. That's not bad considering how much—
0: 27 up. points. Oh, uh, the other the, team. The, okay, The, yeah, the, yeah. the Titans. Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, you, yeah, that's can not. can you
1: pull up, what's the time possession for the Titans? I can't even imagine what it was because they also spent a good—
0: Five or six minutes of overtime, trying to hit so that field it was, goal. It was four, 40 minutes to forty-two seconds. Titans, twenty-nine minutes to three seconds. That's Jets. a big difference, right yeah. there. So and holding them down.
1: Yeah, and so forty-two minutes for the for the for the Titans. That defense definitely held through. That's impressive. I think that cannot be overstated. That's why I'm so glad it didn't end in a tie, because the defense earned that win, and the, the offense did enough today. You know, they they started slow but have finished strong. And I think that's a big thing. And I think this can really motivate the team to go into the future weeks with a lot more confidence. It's like, all right, we got that win. After they got that first down, it was almost like a sigh of relief. When they took that first lead of the season, it was the first time we were yeah. sitting there going, oh, my God. We wanted them to score a touchdown, but we were like, hey, field goal puts them in the lead. And it just You can't get like greedy as a Jets You can't fan. get greedy as a Jets fan. But it was just – it seemed like they turned the corner to a degree. Maybe they were just having a great day. But as far as this day is concerned, I think the Jets' offense really looked like a capable offense for once. And the defense, they came to play. They they made it was nice to see a defense that could get to the quarterback from multiple angles and from multiple players. Yeah,
0: I would say that three the real three big factors of this game. It, it it's obviously the defense getting pressure on Tannehill looked like a, a, a game manager yeah. from from the get go. I yep. mean, he he had some impressive drives where the Jets you know, could have done maybe more, but mm-hmm. you know, the the Jets will always give up that big play on third yeah, down and, yeah. and you know, we you'll see those ones. you know, but you can't get greedy with with the way that the Jets have been playing. Yeah. They came out strong this you know, today with their defense. But mm-hmm. the offense, the second big thing is, is is just the fact that Zach Wilson was comfortable enough to get himself in a position to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. You you know, something you don't you don't see uh you know season to season from Jets quarterbacks is the comfortability to take shots down the field offensive coordinators in the past would not take shots down the field yeah. and you know he wasn't doing he was doing it in a flashy way but he was he showed you know the show the, the ability of a deep ball man yeah and yeah. and well the, the he showed his his prospect um like his record you know the 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 scouting report that's a better term. Scouting report. He showed why the Jets wanted him, not why they didn't get Trey Lance, why they didn't get Justin Fields, why they didn't. You know, they got the guy that they wanted because they have the confidence that this guy can make plays roll out. He has athleticism. He's gonna yeah. learn, and he takes these losses. The the losses that came the last three weeks, he took them on the chin, and you know it it was frustrating him, and and you could see on the sideline today that he was gonna make. Plays, or he was going to change the the momentum of the game, if he can, you know, if if he had the ability to do that. He had, he found,
1: he found a way to, you know, he found a way to throw the deep ball, and that's something that we haven't done. I mean, the last time we really saw this, there was a couple flashes of it with Sam Darnold to Denzel Mims last season and before that was Sam Darnold to Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson in his yeah. rookie year so yeah I mean but like
0: even playbook wise they never really took those yeah, shots was just bombs there you was, know well, Robbie Todd Bowles a team took more shots they took than, more shots yeah than absolutely Adam Gase teams, Fitzpatrick
1: yeah. took shots um you know Sam Darnold took shots his rookie year but yeah I mean the Jets haven't done had had deep haven't had that kind of you know, personnel in a while. Yeah. Robbie Anderson was, that was his, that was his game though. Yeah. So once we let Robbie go, we didn't have anybody that could do that. So Denzel Mims came in and did a little bit, but yeah, like
0: this was nice to see that he can do that to multiple players. And, and I I would say the third factor would be the coaching. I think the coaching looked a little different this week as far as, as far as what was executed on the field It looked like they were calling um better plays for better situations. Offensive you know? game
1: plan was better and the offensive execution was better. Yeah. And the know,
0: adjustments they made at halftime were good. Yeah, and, and seeing that you could get you you see development in, in Michael Carter with the running game and yeah. you know, Michael LaFleur really helped himself out. But yeah. overall the Jets played really well today. Um, you know, to our standards. I mean, I'm not getting too you know, I don't get my hopes up during the season. That's for a preseason show, but um, this week they go to London, they get the Atlanta Falcons. I think it's a pretty winnable game. The the Falcons were in a dogfight, uh, against the Washington football team today. Um, they lost, uh, let me pull up the score. And they lose by one field goal. They lost by one field goal. Washington beat the Falcons 34 to 30. Um, okay. It was four points. Okay. Terry, Mc, uh, McLaurin had a Fantastic day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a great he's a great receiver. But yeah, the we're Falcons. Have to look out for him. I mean, we don't have him. Oh uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking no, like the fa- the, Yeah, no. I, I I talked about yeah, no. the wrong team. That's on yeah. me. But no, Washington I mean the Falcons is
1: somebody that I'm sorry. The Giants are going to worry about. Yeah, the yeah, Giants. I mean, the Giants
0: also got their first win uh, this That's week right, as did. well. That was a big win. But the Falcons. Um, you know they they're one of those teams in the NFL that you kind of feel like you have a chance with. Every week, they're they're kind of in a in a uh, transition phase. Matt Ryan's a little older. Their receiving core isn't as strong. I beatable. mean, Calvin Ridley is really the only offensive threat that you have to worry about, mm-hmm. and this new rookie Kyle Pitts, who's playing tight well, end, who's long. Yeah. But the Jets have been playing very well against. I mean, their secondary. I, I I give compliments because the expectation from the secondary wasn't super high, we weren't over the moon saying that this team was going to be, you know, amazing. Yeah, we thought that was going to be their weak spot, and all these kids are stepping up. They're stepping up. So, you know, when you look at the Falcons, who usually beat teams with the throwing and the the running, they don't really have running backs either. Mike Davis, Mike Davis is a veteran running back who today, if you look at the stats, Cordell Patterson outrushed him, took six carries, 34 yards. Wayne Gallman... Had twenty nine yards rushing. They still, you know, they. Well, you still know what score. that's about, man. They they're paying Matt Ryan all this
1: money, so yeah. he's gonna pass I mean, the we, ball.
0: So, as but how as do you how do you beat how how do you become a good team if you're Atlanta if you <laughs> if you don't you know invest in the running back position? I don't know. Their good teams mm. always had good running backs. You know. Oh yeah. So that's why I'm not stressed or worried. Or nervous about this. The only thing that makes me nervous about this game is two things it's in London and we have a wedding that day. That's the and and they're the biggest Jet fans <laughs> what does that, ever. What does that because, mean? because I'm in the wedding, dude. Oh my God. I'm in the God. wedding. And and if, if me and Dennis are miserable because the Jets lose a heartbreaker oh, to the no, Falcons, it, man. man, it could ruin the it's day. It's going to be the morning earlier. No, stop yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to be watching it in our tuxedos. Anyway. Dude. So the Atlanta Falcons, you're not really too worried about. No, so I'm not like, worried. Right. I'm not worried about them. I gave them. I gave the Jets the win on our uh, on our preview show. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I think the Atlanta Falcons are beatable. They they listen. We can't sit and and, and dismiss the team though, because yeah, because we did that to Denver and well, Denver. We did this to Denver, but well, we. I don't want to say we did that to Denver. We did it before uh, we knew what Denver was. No, well, once While we're we, talking
0: about Denver, we did talk about Teddy Bridgewater in the most real course. list. Out of any yeah. podcast, any NFL show, we're the only people on the face of the planet that gives our man, Teddy Bridgewater, credit. Because I don't think anyone else does. Yeah, well, he got a concussion today, but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but bad news. Which is
1: bad news, but, yeah, I mean, that's been his thing. He's always gotten, you know, he's gotten hurt a lot, but... Yeah, I mean, we never wanted the Jets to trade Teddy Bridgewater. But, no, but anyway, as far as Atlanta Falcons are concerned, I, I just feel like that team, it's all going to come down to the same two things that are going to determine, I think, every victory this season for the Jets. And for me, it's you know it's pretty much the same things we're talking about. It's one, whether, where, whether our quarterback can stay on his feet because of protection from the offensive line and is able to be able to make those throws. Obviously, we live or die whether or not our quarterback plays well on the offensive end. Right. Um, I, I feel we'll continue to be able to run the ball. And when we actually choose to do so, and as long as we keep the playbook, you know, creative and, and, you know, something where it's going to give him a chance, as far as the blocking is concerned, you know, limiting how much times Zach Wilson is under pressure and on the run. Although we don't mind if he has to run a little bit, but we don't want him getting knocked over. Um, As long as they do that for Zach, I think that we can score points. As far as the defensive side, really you gotta look at Denver still I'm not Denver Atlanta was still able to score a decent amount of points today. Yeah. So Atlanta has to be we gotta be able to still do and, and get to the quarterback. Matt Ryan is not very mobile. So if we can get to him, he's going down. And you similar know similar to similar it, yeah. to Tannen. I was just Tana. gonna I was just gonna yeah, say Yeah, like that. we if you can get to him, you're gonna be all right. Like that's one of the things we struggled with Teddy Bridgewater last week. He can break out of the pocket and we were in trouble. You know, this is a different quarterback. Matt Ryan is an older guy. Yes, when he throws the ball, he's dangerous. So as long as we can get to him, that's going to be the big test. Can these guys continue to be hot? I'm looking at John Franklin Myers, and I'm looking at Quinn Williams to have another big day. And I'm saying that because, realistically, they kind of have to. We need all these guys to contribute. Bryce Huff as well. We need all these pass rushers, pass rushers to not necessarily repeat the performance they had today. But to come out here knowing that if they can set the tone, keep the momentum, if they can set the tone, then they can win the game. And the third phase, of course, is the young corners. If the pass rushers do their job, the corners will be fine. And so I'm looking at Zach Wilson in the offensive line, just like they were today. Elijah Veritaker had some big blocks, (laughs) by the way. Secondly, we're looking at that pass rush, making sure it's successful. And thirdly, we want those corners, those young guys to be able to hold
0: their own. If they can do that and those three phases are done, I believe the Jets will win this game. Yeah, I mean, you you hit the nail right on the head. Um, the three factors I would, I would give for this Jets-Falcons game is that first, Zach, Zach Wilson has to come back feeling confident. I mean, you know, this is a neutral site uh, event. They go and they play in front of London crowd, and he, you know, he could play against an Atlanta defense that really hasn't been all that impressive. So, you know, the Jets need to score points, starting with Zach Wilson, and Absolutely. taking more and taking more risks down the field. You know, with Zach Wilson, Just, same Just game plan, his, man. Yeah, let his arm live. You know, yeah, yeah. if the kid throws the ball, he throw. You know, he could throw deep, air it out. Yeah. That's that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. The second thing, you know, kind of like what you were saying about. um about the corners you know we really need to shut down two players and only two players and that's Calvin Ridley and that's uh Kyle Pitts I don't care if Cordell Patterson beats us next week you know I I would rather I would rather contain and I'm a Calvin Ridley fantasy owner on one of my six teams Mm -hmm. but and I have Kyle Pitts but the fact is, is if you want to win a football game, you have to take out their most talented yeah. playmakers. Take the and, tight end out of the game. And simply, just to piggyback what you were saying about the, the defensive line, that's the third factor. I mean, the only thing that has been consistent has been the Jets' pass rush. Uh, you know, even in the games that they haven't looked very good, the, the ability for the defensive line to get to the quarterback – you mm-hmm. know, and Matt Ryan being at his old age, you know, not not really the same quarterback that he once yeah. was. Can't give him time. He can't really move. And, yeah, you can't give him just a second yeah. to, if you give, to if throw. If he
1: has a clean pocket, the Jets will struggle.
0: You have to throw blitzes at him all day yeah. and, try, and try and make him lose the football. You know, yeah. one of the things the Jets really need to improve on is, is getting a turnover, two yes. on the defensive the side. Battle. You know, the yeah. turnover battle... It's a real difference maker. And, and you know, Sabermetrics geeks are saying that's the only way you can win the game is if you get more turnovers. Yeah, than the you other. win the
1: turnover battle, usually win the game. So yeah. if they can manage to do that, we will see. Well, I mean, this might be a great time. They've been looking. There's a couple of close calls they've had, you know. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, let's do our little predictions. All right. We're not going we're, we're to make picks. Oh, um, well, we'll make picks, okay. but we'll we won't we won't review our points because I have to go over what we're doing for the last week. I got you. But um, let's start with our Jets and, and Falcons score predictions. What do you got, Jay? Oh boy, um, I mean it's gonna sound boring, but I think I'm gonna go 31
1: to 23 Jets. It's a weird number, eh? Yeah, that is. That, <laughs> if I had
0: that in a Super Bowl pool, you know, that's upset, a super. Right? Yeah, that's a Super Bowl pool. I'm limit. sorry,
1: I meant to say 24. Okay, that's what I meant to say.
0: Twenty three was cooler. It was I had cooler, more but, swag, but right, um, fine, stick it to twenty three. <laughs> okay, mine, mine is a field goal in there. <laughs> mine is twenty eight to twenty one. No field goals involved. Oh, okay. Yeah, Just good old fa- good old fashioned that football. That would be great. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, you you want to see that? I want to um, see a two point conversion. <laughs> I love I love that too. You, you know? know, but you you want to see creativity from the Jets offense again, and and you know, good defense and. I don't know. I, I, I just don't want to get too excited about the team. It, it really is. It's a progression. Cool. Yeah, it's a progression into this season. You know, it's good to know that the Jets aren't going to go 0-17. You know, they got a win under their belt. Yeah, when was our first and win last year? Yeah, it, it was yeah, way exactly. too late. But um, let's it's make bi- our picks. Let's right. do our picks really quick. Oh, I don't have the schedule in front of me. All
1: right. So you're going to have to help me here. Or you're just going to have to... I'll turn around the computer. Yeah, you're going to have to... You can go first then this time. Yeah,
0: I'll go. I'll go first. All right. So next week, we have the Rams and the Seahawks, the Jets and the Falcons, the Patriots, and the Texans. Don't give me all the matchups. You don't want them. No, you got to
1: pick your matchups, and
0: then (laughs) you got to give me all the matchups. All right. For my three point pick, I'm gonna pick. The Kansas City Chiefs over the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night football.
1: Really? All right. That's a big gamble, buddy. Yep. Okay.
0: Patrick Mahomes doesn't want to lose anymore. He He said it. He's done. Done Done losing. losing. Beat the Birds this week in Philly. Yep. He's ready. All right. All right. My two-point pick will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Miami Dolphins.
1: It's a pretty good one.
0: And then my one-point pick... Actually, I might reverse the the, the three-point and the one-point. You probably but should. My one-point pick is the Bengals over the Packers. Really? Okay. Yeah, where, I'm keeping where? the numbers. I'm keeping the numbers. Turn right? that
1: screen towards me. I'm going to have to look at this. We don't want to – don't disconnect any of your wires, though. Okay. Oh, my God, you're risk taker. All right. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see – so I, I I apologize. I'm doing this. I think for um. I'm gonna start with my one point one. I'm going Jets and Falcons for my one point. Jets. Okay. No Jets.
0: No Jets. All no right. Jets. One point is
1: gonna be Saints over the Washington football team pointer. I believe the Titans will come back to win against the Jaguars.
0: Oh, that's a nice pick.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna feel like they lost this game to us, and they're gonna feel they're the better football team. Yeah. I know it. They think they are, and they're gonna come back and smack the Jaguars. <laughs> or Titans are who they we we thought they are, but I'm going with them as my two pointer. All right, for my three pointer, dun, 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 dun. this is a real. Uh, I'm, I'm there's not really. There, there's not a lot of. Gimme, I know, but I'm going with week. this one. I'm going with the. Cowboys over the Giants
0: for the three. Oh, point. that's yep. a good one. That's a good. I think pick. the Ch- the Cowboys. Now this is always a weird. If one. they don't win the NFC East, man, I I don't know. The Cowboys. If they don't win the NFC East, they, they are sure. a bad football team. It's a, bad bad orga- it's bad a bad organization. They're a bad organization. You just they, want them to lose. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the. But how can you beat the Giants, the I Eagles, know. and the and the team? I
1: know you're right. You're right. But this division is not good. No offense. No offense to the Giant
0: fans out there, but... Let's finish on a good note. We we said we do it. We actually can do the chant. We can do can the Jets. Can we do the chant along with the chant? We're going to oh do the Jets God. chant along with... The, we're going to try to. And yeah, if meanwhile, we, takes, got
1: a, we got Joe in the room eating chicken. You want to do the chant with us? Just do we're it when do, we are the chant. He's do wearing the, the Jets chant. dirty. Santana Moss, baby. baby. He's not going to be able to hear it, though. It doesn't matter. All right, it doesn't ready? Matter.
0: Why isn't this playing? <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: going to have to go cut. Oh, All wow, right,
0: wow. we're going to just do the chant ourselves. Just do it ourselves, Ready? baby. J. Wait, wait, hold on. You got to you got to Come I'm on. I'm doing. I'm doing it, I'm doing doing it do the with the first. Hands. You got to tell me you go. Okay. Ready?
1: J E T S chat chat chat. Woo! Yeah.